Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, July 16th. Today on the show, Nashville SC has yet another huge home match this weekend. The players for SEC Media Days have been announced, but a singular message from a conference commissioner gives us a clear indication of what the 2021 fall football schedule could look like. The 440 is brought to you every single morning for free by my amazing and wonderful and spectacular friends over at the Kingston Group. That's buildkg.com is the website. Go look at their work, whether it's a brand new custom home, whether it's a brand new addition, whether it's a brand new garage or an entirely renovated interior. They've done it and they've done it well for over 10 years in the market. It is a name you can trust because they lay out their work on the front end. They work with you as a client to make sure that you get exactly what you want. So make sure you go check out the website if you don't believe me. BuildKG.com. That's the website. Go look at their work. BuildKG.com. And remember the name, the Kingston Group. So Bob Bowlesby, the Big 12 Conference Commissioner, began media days in the Big 12 this week, the SEC version coming next week, with a very simple, straightforward, and direct message for his student-athletes. Go get vaccinated. He warned that with camp just two weeks away and the COVID variant sort of threatening all over the place, that it actually could bring more disruptions in 2021 because of the unvaccinated. Quote, we wish we could be done with it, but we're not. So this should be of major concern for SEC football fans. I expect Greg Sankey next weekend and all the other conference commissioners to be presenting a very similar message and a united front to college football athletes. Don't be the college football version of NC State. Don't get a game canceled because you didn't follow protocols. Again, we don't know how many University of Tennessee football players or Vanderbilt football players or Alabama football players have been vaccinated. The only data we really have to go on is sort of how many young people are getting vaccinated and how many people in your state are getting vaccinated. And don't look at the rankings if you're an SEC football fan because every single one of those states is among the worst in the country when it comes to vaccine rates, shockingly. Now, the good news is, is that Bob Bowlesby told Sports Illustrated that most of his teams in his conference are close to 75% vaccinated or better, which is vastly superior to the rates of the states and or young people across the country. So that's the good news, that if these schools want to be vaccinated fully, they can probably get there fairly quickly because they can afford to do it. They can pay for it. Games are not going to get postponed in college football this year and moved around and, and the way we did last year where everyone was trying to work with everyone else to try to accomplish something. That's not going to happen. It'll be NC State. Games that would last year have been postponed due to COVID are now just going to be forfeited and canceled. That will be a loss on your record. The bottom line is this. There will be a competitive advantage for teams that are more vaccinated than others. That's it. It's not more complicated than that. It's also the smart and savvy scientific thing to do, but that's neither here nor there. Go get vaccinated, folks. The bottom line is COVID's not gone. The athletes, they might not be in that great a danger. That's not the point. The point is there are smart, intelligent people, epidemiologists, lawyers, all those types of folks, doctors that are making these protocols and these rules. And you may disagree with those rules. I don't give a shit what you have to say unless you are an epidemiologist or an NCAA lawyer. They make rules. They set the guidelines. You have to follow them if you're a university or a football player. And if you break those rules, you get NC stated. And that'll be a new verb in the English language at the end of this college football season. I guarantee you when some stupid team doesn't get fully vaccinated and then they have to forfeit a game, I sure as hell hope it doesn't cost somebody a championship. Maybe you should all just go get freaking vaccinated. 
SEC Media Days will get started on Monday in a mall in the Birmingham suburbs. The players were announced for the event, and a few interesting things are of note, outside of the fact that they, of course, are the stars of the show in Hoover every single year. More on that in just a second. There are only two players per school this year instead of the three, so there are fewer total players. But from a percentage standpoint, there are significantly fewer quarterbacks going to Media Days next week than we've had since 2016. It is an obvious indicator of where this league is under center. JT Daniels at Georgia, Matt Corral at Ole Miss, and Bo Nix at Auburn are the only three quarterbacks going next week. There are a lot of young, talented guys who are largely entrenched in the SEC, including Ken Seals at Vanderbilt, Bryce Young at Bama, Connor Basilak at Missouri, Will Rogers at Mississippi State, and South Carolina's Luke Doty. They are all underclassmen, written in as starters in ink, and not going to Hoover. There simply isn't much established star power in the SEC at quarterback this year, and hopefully that means a more interesting fall of football. Although Knicks might be the most interesting player at the entire event considering his current standing among Auburn fans. I honestly admire the kid for even going, because like the only question he's going to have to answer is probably about his starting job for the Auburn Tigers. He's just a kid, you jackals. Tennessee will be well represented, despite the lack of good options, by two seniors. Wideout Valus Jones and corner Alante Taylor will head to Hoover next week. Vanderbilt is sending junior defensive lineman Davion Davis and sophomore offensive lineman Bradley Ashmore. These are the people who really matter at this event. SEC Media Days doesn't generate news. Rarely even a tough question is asked. But the players are fantastic. They're talented, creative, unique, interesting, thoughtful, and passionate, even in a stale environment that completely stifles the individual. Imagine that. The star athlete gets to be the star athlete for once. So if you consume any content next week, watch and listen to the players. They are the only real story. The biggest local sporting event in Nashville during the dead damn heat of the summer is yet another home match for Nashville SC. They will host the appropriately named Chicago Fire at 7.30 p.m. on Saturday night at Nissan Stadium, and three points seems like a must. SC is fifth place in the standings while Chicago is 12th, and the number of home matches left on the schedule for the boys in gold is dwindling fast. You are supposed to collect points when at home, and that is not what they have done. Chicago will be their 13th match of the season and their 10th home game. And in those nine previous home games this year, SC is unbeaten, but five times has settled for a draw. After this weekend, Nashville SC has 21 fixtures, as they say, left on the schedule, but 14 of those will come on the road. Yes, this team is without their best player and some other talent to international competition. The U.S., by the way, dominated an overmatched Martinique side in Gold Cup play on Thursday night, clinching a spot in the knockout round in the tournament. But that's not an excuse for leaving points on the field against bad teams. No, Nashville needs to collect three points this weekend in a result. No more late-game runs to the concession stand, okay? Your weekend docket coming up in just a moment. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning custom home and remodeling firm. Locally owned, I might add, as well. BuildKG.com is the website. Go check out their work. For over a decade, they have been successful in building and renovating people's homes to make sure that they get everything they want out of their property. That's happiness, that's comfort, that's joy, and probably a little equity as well. Make sure you check out the website. Look at their work, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. Remember the name, the Kingston Group. 
So here is what I will be watching coming up this weekend. The biggest event, of course, in the city will be Nashville SC hosting the Chicago Fire on Saturday evening at Nissan Stadium at 7.30 p.m. Nashville SC right now currently fifth in the Eastern Conference. Chicago is 12th. And with a lot of these home matches taking place early in the season, Nashville SC needs to collect points. They are currently 4-1-7 and, and are on a 10-game unbeaten streak at home. The U.S. men's national team in Gold Cup play, of course, following their match against Martinique on Thursday, will be back on the pitch against Canada. That's right, on Sunday at 4 p.m. in their final match of group competition. Nashville SC fans will, of course, get to see Walker Zimmerman and Alistair Johnston in that game go head-to-head, potentially. Should be fun for local fans. The NBA Finals are tied up at two games apiece after the Bucks won Game 4 at home against Phoenix on Wednesday. They are back in action, of course, Game 5, series tied at 2, best of 3 for the NBA Championship, starting on Saturday evening back in Phoenix at 8 p.m. The Suns are a four-point favorite, for whatever that's worth. Game 6 will be Tuesday evening. Major League Baseball gets started back in earnest on Friday. The Braves will enter the second half of the season, four games behind the first place, my first place, New York Metropolitans. They will host the Rays this weekend. The New York Mets will travel to Pittsburgh to get the second half of the season started. Thank you guys all for listening, of course. Much appreciated. Please share the show. Tell one person about it. That's all we ask. Not a whole lot here. This is how we grow it. This is how we keep it free. And this is how we keep it rolling. Thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. Kick your heels up. Have a cocktail. It's the weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Watch a little soccer. Watch a little hoop. This has been the 440 for Friday, July 16th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.